Make art today to change tomorrow. This is the quote that inspired this merch line, exclusive to the Lemonade Stand. I myself said it in episode 91 of Making Lemonade. This one quote not only sparked an entire merch range, but it sparked a credo, a mission statement, a movement inside me that I couldn't help but share. Thus, Art Change was born. Art Change is a series of products designed to spread the power of art and the change that it can make. Art Change is for the weirdos, the creatives, the innovators, the visionaries, the inventors, the entrepreneurs, the inspired, and the motivated. Wear these garments to spread awareness of the importance, the power, and the significance of art. Help us remind the world that art is still worth fighting for. Make art today to change tomorrow. Get yours today at thelemonadestand.shop or go to jordanmorpethart.com and click the shop button at the top of the page. This merch line includes unisex torso covers, posters, booty sacks, pocket phone caddies, crayon cases, portable computer sacks, jar lids, knitted jar lids, sacks, sack IDs, hooded short cloaks, shirt buttons, and energy cylinders, both portable and ceramic. The line is excessively affordable and shipping is free with orders over $50 to Australia, New Zealand, the United States and the United Kingdom. So head over to the lemonadestand.shop or go to jordanmorpethart.com and click the shop button at the top of the page to get yours today. Make art today to change tomorrow. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Are you a fan of making lemonade? Qui-Gon's happy hour or just my work in general? Well, due to the current world crisis, health crisis, we are, we here at the Lemonade Podcast Network have hit a wall as far as our sponsors and regular revenue streams go, and we thought it's time to push our Patreon. If you go to patron, patreon.com forward slash the Lemonade Network and become a patron, you will get access to not only a patron-exclusive podcast feed with all our Star Wars after shows, movie commentaries, and the whole first season of my podcast, Baking Oranges, where I talk with my friend and yours, Steve, about pop culture and the world around us, but you will also get 15% off all products in my online store, um, year-round and access to a patron-only Discord community where you can talk about the latest episodes, pop culture, and much more with our Lemonade Network community. Now, for those of you out there who are also in financial hardship right now, this is not for you. I want you all to know that we we will still have free podcasting content year-round. Every single week, we're going to have new episodes of Making Lemonade and Qui-Gon's Happy Hour every other week as well, so don't fret. However, if you are not in financial hardship and you could spare some <laughs> some cash um, and would like to help out and are, are a fan of everything we do here at the Lemonade Network, please head over to patreon.com forward slash the Lemonade Network and become a Patreon a patron today. Stay weird. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we take the lemons that life gives us and all of the different flavors of lemonade that we as creatives and as people make throughout our lives. This week, 
we are talking about, this was inspired by a video um, that Matthew McConaughey, uh, well, it was a, it was a quote-ish video, one of those motivational videos that Matthew McConaughey, uh, of all his speeches. Um, and this week we're talking about how to figure out how, who you are as a person and then who you are as a creative. Yes, that's right. Who you are as a person and who, who you are as a creative. So let's get into it. Um, this was inspired a lot by uh, what he said. Um, but I've, 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 I've uh, turned it into my own thing. But let's get into uh, the vlog and then we'll get into the episode. All right. Bring me into a wide shot. I look a little bit grainy, but that's nice. I like the lighting going on in this room. It's uh, sexy. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 101. 101. I don't have a kazoo this week. Um, I might bring it out later. Episode 101. Uh, it's a funny feeling being on this side of, of episode 100. Um, Doing all the assets this morning and the design, the bits and pieces, uh, the, the visual stuff that I do, thumbnails and 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 uh, promotional uh, design products. It's very interesting uh, doing that um, because everything I was saving was like as episode one hundred and one, um, and that was a real trip. Like <laughs> that really tripped me out, realizing that I was at over episode one hundred. Um, so that was really nice. I, I was really, um, really just feeling like I'd, I'd hit a goal. I'd hit, I'd achieved something that I wanted to achieve and it's a great feeling. Um, frankly, that's a really awesome feeling. It, it was a strange experience doing episode 100 and, um, and we got a lot of really great feedback. Um, yeah, it was a really pleasant experience, actually, to be honest. Um, more than anything, it was a pleasant experience. And I just want to thank everybody, first of all. <clears throat> I'm sure I've done this to death, but I want to thank everybody, first of all, who in um, who um, submitted a video, rather, or who... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, everyone who uh, put their uh, put the content in, and, and and all my friends, and all the old, all the um, previous guests who put their their content in uh, to help out for this week's this week's episode, uh, it was really really awesome of you to all do that. Um, I I want to make this vlog short because last week we had a bit of a longer vlog, and I want to get into the episode. Um, I'm also hungry. <laughs> No, just all I am hungry, but that's not the most important thing right now. You guys are the most important thing right now. Um, but I am a little bit hungry, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, I'm working on uh, some marketing stuff right now, uh, some marketing strategies. Thanks to Andy J Pizza at the Creative Pep Talk. Um, he's really helping us out, uh, helping me out 
trying to solve some problems. I'm feeling a little bit blue uh, this week and I'm really excited to get into some podcasting because I can be really hard on myself and things can be difficult, but you know, let's move on from that. Eh? Let's, let's move forward because quite frankly, um, I'm sure you guys don't want to hear about that and I'm sure, and it's really just my own personal stuff that I need to work on anyway. Um, what has happened this last week? I released my Seth Rollins drawing, um, art change, ladies and gentlemen, go and get your art change merch. Mine's on its way. Um, I will be wearing it every single week here until I make a new product line and then I'll wear that as well. (laughs) Um, but art change, ladies and gentlemen, go and get your art change products now. Uh, you can go to uh, the lemonade stand dot store. Let's see if I got a banner here. Um, well, I'll go here first and foremost, which is my. Oh, what happened there? It's not working. Oh, here we go. Yep. So you can go to uh, jordanmorpethart.com. Um, you can go and click the shop button, or go to the lemonade stand dot shop, um, and and you can purchase those right on the front page there. And you can purchase your, uh, well, your, quite frankly, you can purchase your um, art change products. We've got t-shirts, all that kind of stuff. Um, just go to jordanmorpethart.com, click the shop button, you'll see everything there. There's a banner at the top as well that you can click. Um, click the banner at the top of the page as well, and you just go straight to it. You can see everything. Uh, that's, that's a really exciting product line because that's a product line that um, has come off the back of this show. Um, and it wouldn't exist without this show. So I want to thank Making Lemonade for that. Uh, Self-praise. Yeah, so the Art Change stuff, we got bum bags, uh, we've got shirts, jackets, um, mugs, that kind of stuff, just to to help promote the idea of that is to help promote... um, the, the power of art. I've got a little spiel here um, that I can tell you exactly what it is. But if you're listening, all my audio people skip through this. You've heard this at the start of the episode. But everyone on YouTube, uh, basically, the art changes for the weirdos, the creatives, the innovators, the visionaries, the inventors, the entrepreneurs, the inspired and the motivated. Where these garments to spread awareness of the importance, the power and the significance of art help us remind the world that art is still worth fighting for. Make art today to change tomorrow. And we can go right here to the lemonade stand dot shop. And we can share the screen with you guys because that, that might help. <laughs> uh, let's go to my Chrome tabs. Um lemonade stand we've also rebranded the lemonade stand i'm in the process of rebranding we have an icon see there you go guys there is the art change uh collection you can see all that here go and purchase your energy cylinders your tote bags your knitted jar lids your posters we've got hats we've got laptop bags we've got buttons we've got phone cases pencil cases Makeup bag, whatever you want to use it for. Bum bags. I'm really excited to get me one of these when I can. Um, we've got we've got mugs, so on and so forth. Ladies and gentlemen, get your art change products today. All right. Um, 
let's get into the episode. Is there anything else I wanted to talk to you guys about? I don't... I don't think so. Maybe. I need a producer, eh? Just to like put all this together for me so I'm not clicking. Please excuse the clicking. I'm a one-man band here. <laughs> um, we're doing our best. But ladies and gentlemen, this week, so as to get into it quickly, uh, this week we are talking about, oh, baby stuff. We're coming up on a second baby, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have a second baby uh, this month, hopefully the end, by the end of this month. Um, the baby's due uh, at the end of August. So um, I'm going to do my best to do this podcast. If I, if I don't do anything else while the baby's around, I'll definitely do this podcast bit of drawing and stuff like that so but let's get into the episode um i'll see you on the other side i'm going to talk to you about some things i've learned in my journey most from experience some of them i heard in passing many of them i'm still practicing but all of them i do believe are true Life is not easy, it is not. Don't try to make it that way. Life's not fair, it never was, it isn't now and it won't ever be. Do not fall into the trap, the entitlement trap of feeling like you're a victim. You are not. Get over it and get on with it. So the question that we gotta ask ourselves is what success is to us? What success is to you? Is it more money? That's fine, I got nothing against money. Maybe it's a healthy family. Maybe it's a happy marriage. Maybe it's to help others, to be famous, to be spiritually sound, to leave the world a little bit better place than you found it. Continue to ask yourself that question. Now your answer may change over time and that's fine, but do yourself this favor. Whatever your answer is, don't choose anything that will jeopardize yourself. Prioritize who you are who you want to be, and don't spend time with anything that antagonizes your character. Be brave, take the hill, but first answer that question, what's my hill? So first, we have to define success for ourselves, and then we have to put in the work to maintain it, take that daily tally, tend our garden, keep the things that are important to us in good shape. Where you are not is as important as where you are. It is just as important where we are not as it is where we are. Look, the first step that leads to our identity in life is usually not, I know who I am, I know who I am. That's not the first step. The first step's usually, I know who I am not. Process of elimination. Defining ourselves by what we are not is the first step that leads us to really knowing who we are. You know that group of friends that you hang out with that they really might not bring out the best in you? You know, they, they gossip too much or they're kind of shady. They really aren't going to be there for you in a pinch. Or how about that bar that we keep going to that we always seem to have the worst hangover from? Or that computer screen, right? That computer screen that keeps giving us an excuse not to get out of the house and engage with the world and get some real human interaction. Or how about that food that we keep eating? Stuff that tastes so good going down and makes us feel like crap the next week when we feel lethargic and we keep putting on weight. 
Will those people, those places, those things, stop giving them your time and energy. Just don't go there. I mean, put them down. And when you do this, when you do put them down, when you quit going there, when you quit giving them your time, you inadvertently find yourself spending more time and in more places that are healthy for you, that bring you more joy. Why? Because you just eliminated the who's, the where's, the what's, and the when's that were keeping you from your identity. But trust me, too many options, <laughs> I promise you, too many options will make a tyrant of us all. All right, so get rid of the excess, the wasted time. Decrease your options. If you do this, you will have accidentally, almost innocently, put in front of you what is important to you by process elimination. Knowing who we are is hard. It's hard. Give yourself a break. Eliminate who you are not first. And you're going to find yourself where you need to be. Instead of creating outcomes that take from us, let's create more outcomes that pay us back. Fill us up. Keep your fire lit. Turn you on for the most amount of time in your future. We try our best. We don't always do our best. Our architecture is a verb as well. And since we are the architects of our own lives, let's study the habits, the practices, the routines that we have that lead to and feed our success, our joy, our honest pain, our laughter, our earned tears. Let's dissect that and give thanks for those things. And when we do that, guess what happens? We get better at them and we have more to dissect. Be discerning. Choose it because you want it. Do it because you want to. We're gonna make mistakes. You gotta own them. Then you gotta make amends. And then you gotta move on. Guilt and regret kills many a man before their time. So turn the page, get off the ride. You are the author of the book of your life. All right, let's get into the stream, ladies and gentlemen. Or rather, the episode is the uh, term I'm looking for. Okay, so there's five steps I want to talk about today. Um, towards getting you to find the person you are. Like, it took me personally, I mean, I'm 27 years old um, and I struggled with this as a kid. I struggled with trying to find out who I am, what I am, and trying to find what it is that makes me an artist. I mean... I was constantly running around in circles just trying new things. Now, that's a great place to start. But I want to talk about uh, these five steps. And step number one, ladies and gentlemen, is the entitlement trap. (laughs) What is the entitlement trap? Well, look, entitlement is... 
when we as people, and I'm going to constantly bring this back to being an artist because that's what we're talking about here, we're creatives. When we as creatives and people decide to, well, quite frankly, decide that we are entitled to something because we are good at something or because we simply are alive. Um, that's the entitlement trap. And a lot of people you'll be around will feel the same about themselves, will say the same, will, will get you to think the same about yourself. And quite frankly, it's bullshit. Um, the entitlement trap for a creative is, oh, well, I'm talented, so people should pay for my work. People should pay me. That's not good enough. That's not that's not how this business, our industries, the creative industry works. Because the creative industry falls hand in hand with goes hand in hand with all other industries. And all other industries don't work that way. Second of all, the entitlement trap you can get caught in a circle of entitlement as a person thinking that you deserve something that you deserve better you deserve and this this doesn't just go for people who haven't done the work for something to to be entitled to this goes for people who have done the work as well i've been entitled before i've been entitled i thought i was entitled to so much money my first convention i thought i was going to make 20 grand I don't know how much I made. $300 in a weekend. Like, the entitlement trap, ladies and gentlemen, is going to get you caught in a loop of what I deserve, not what I earned. You need to learn to earn things. As a creative, as a person, you need to learn to earn things. So if you want to learn to earn a creative career if you want to earn a creative industry a business a job you need to do the work first of all you need to invest time and invest money to do the work and not be entitled to the results You need to earn the results and the rewards. That's step number one. Just avoid the entitlement trap. Avoid the thoughts that say to you, I deserve this. Avoid the mindset that says, I deserve this because I'm talented. Talent will only get you so far, ladies and gentlemen. You need to do the work and you need to earn it. All right, step number two. Ask yourself, what is success to you? What does success mean? This, the, 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 technically, the first step here is asking yourself what success is. The entitlement trap is a mindset change. But what we're doing right now is asking, what is success to you? What to you is success because success is relative ladies and gentlemen success 
is relative to the individual. What I believe success is, is going to be so different to what you believe success is. So avoid the entitlement trap by looking into what is success to you. What makes you happy? What will make you, what is the one thing that you need that will make you happy? It could be a nice car. It could be a nice house. To me, it's a thriving creative business. It's a thriving creative career, making things that I love, putting them out into the world and having others like-minded like me being able to produce and consume and wear and own and give to their friends as gifts and so on the things that I make. Taking value from the things that I make. Podcasting, for instance. I love podcasting. I love sitting here every single week with you guys and talking creativity um, and talking how I can help you and take what I've learned in my life to help you become the best you can be um, as a creative and as a person and helping others. Just teaching others. I'm working on workshops. I love working and teaching kids how to draw and stuff like that. Um, I also love to spend time with my family. I love my family so, so much. I love being a dad and I love spending time with my family. But to do so, I need to make money. I don't want to make money. If it was up to me, I wouldn't make money. But I have to. To survive, you have to make money. It's that simple. I've been listening to a lot of Alan Watts and he says things like this as well. First and foremost, survival is the key. And to do so, you must make money. But you don't have to make money just anyway. But you have to make it somewhere. Um, and I know this year has been difficult for people, but you have to make the money somewhere. To pay your bills, pay for coffee, pay for food, all that kind of stuff. You have to make the money somewhere. Okay, so in figuring out what your success is, don't jeopardize yourself or your happiness. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't do whatever it takes. Do what it takes to reach your level of success. Do the hard work, but don't jeopardize your morals. Don't jeopardize yourself. Don't jeopardize who you are. Don't jeopardize your creative morals. We spoke a few weeks ago about creative morals. You should have some creative morals so that you know where you stand as a creative and an individual and a brand. What's your mission statement? What's your um, what's your creative code of conduct? Why why do you do what you do, and why do you not do certain things? Figure out what your hill, what your hill slash mountain is, and climb it. Figure that out. Write it down if you have to. Invest some time figuring out what your success level is. I can tell you right now, my level of success is living in a in a comfortable home. I don't have to even own it. I don't even care to own it. I would like to own a home or some investment homes of some sort, but I'm happy to rent. I is living in a home, having a small family, a family that is close and, and are good people, and raising good children and putting good 
human beings into the world. Um, creative, successful, happy human beings, thriving human beings into the world that can make a change, that will do what they can to make a change and leave the world behind the way that they started. But if they don't, that's fine. They can be who they are. But I want a family. I started that as well. I want a creative career and creative business in which I make things that make people happy, that help people, that um, that inspire others, and that that I like, that I like making, that I would use as a product, I would use as a as a um, source of of um, uh, inspiration and motivation. So that's my that's my success. That's my hill. And that's the hill I'm climbing. And to be one of the best illustrators in the world. But, you know, we're getting there. <laughs> that's the core of my business. Design and illustration is the core of my business. So, All right. And that's it, ladies and gentlemen. What is success to you? Figure that out and then you'll be able to move forward. Okay. Let's get into step number three. Step number three is what we were talking about before. Put in the work. Work up the hill. Learn how to get up that hill. Figure out how to get up that hill. You've, you've, you've started your garden. You've decided the size of your garden. You've decided um, that you're not entitled to a garden. But if you want a garden, you need to make it happen. You need to earn it. So, we're going to run with this metaphor. What does your garden look like? What is it? going to look like what is the size of it what is the extent of it what is going to be in this garden now we're going to put in the work and we're going to start making the garden we're going to start building the garden we're going to put in we're going to put in the soil we're going to put in the lawn we're going to put in all the plants and the and the vegetables and so on that you want in that garden all right put in the work tend to your garden once you've built the garden once you've put the plants in, you then have to tend to the garden. You have to, um, you have to continually put in the work. Once you've built a following on social media, you have to continue to tend to that social media following. Continue to build content. Now, we'll talk about a content strategy later, but um, essentially what you can do is when you're doing the work, when you're putting in the work, when you're, if you're an artist or you're an actor or you're a director or you're a musician, when you're making the work, when you're making the projects, when you're making the art that you're making, the creative something that you're making, you need to um, build that. You need to take that and turn it into content. Don't make it for content, but make content from it. So that's your social media, that's your portfolio, that's your website. You're constantly putting content out constantly making it the project is the content but the social media content is the project i'll say that again the project is the content but the social media content is made up of the project okay so tend to your garden you've got to chop the leaves you've got to look after your garden you've got to pull the weeds from the garden a community, we're going to talk on a later episode about building a positive community around your social media and your creative work. I've done a lot of work around this. Don't be afraid to delete the trolls. Don't be afraid to ignore and block people. I have a block list pretty deep on my TikTok. Not so much my Instagram, but on my TikTok, it's very deep because there's a lot of toxic um, trolls, for lack of a better word out there. Um, people who have nothing better to do. 
You must feel compassion for those people. But anyway, um, where you are is not as important as where... Oh, sorry. Where you are is not as important as it is where we are. I'm confused by that statement. I don't know why I wrote that down. <laughs> but where you are, I think I get what, what I'm trying to say. Where you are is not as important as where, where you want to be. Right? Where you are going. Look at where you're going. But pay attention to where you are at the same time. You've got to, t I mean, by all means, aim for something. Have tunnel vision for something. Take advantage of the situation. Take advantage of what you are, um, where you are right now and learn from it. Constantly learn. But put in the work. That's the most important thing. What I do every single day is I turn up. I'm always talking about Neil Gaiman here. Neil Gaiman, um, Neil Gaiman, the author, always says that he sits down and he gives himself four to five hours a day, Right? Four to five hours a day, and he insists, insists that this is his work. He sits down for four to five hours a day, and he turns everything else off. He sits down at his computer, ready to write. All he allows himself to do, though, in that four hours is write. So he could sit there for four hours and look out the window if he really wanted. But at a certain point, after about five or ten minutes, that gets boring, and writing's much more interesting. So he has four hours to write. And that's amazing. Like that is turning up every single day. Stephen King, another author, he turns up every single day and he makes sure that his day is not done until he has written nine pages. Which means that he's gotten so good over that. This is how he puts out so much content and so many books. That means he has gotten so good over the years at getting that nine pages done quicker that he is capable now of doing nine pages a day in five, six hours. It's a job, ladies and gentlemen. Turn up and do the work. Put in the work every single day. I put in the work every single day. I get up and I make sure I got a list and I want that list to be perpetual. I want that list to never end so that when I finish one project, I'm on to the next one and on to the next one and on to... That's how I get so many... That's how I'm able to get like a 60 to 70 page art book out every single year because I'm legitimately making 60 to 70 pieces every single year. Because as soon as I'm done the first one, what I do is I sit down and I go, okay, today I'm going to finish inking this piece. And once I'm done, I can go and get some lunch. And then I sit down and I go, okay, I'm going to do the flats. And once that's done, I can go and move on. I can go and hang out with my daughter. Like <clears throat> simple stuff like that. You got to write, you got to act, you got to do something. Sit down, you force yourself, you say, today, for the next, until I'm done this, I have to do this. And what will happen is you will start to give yourself, it will start to work faster. And if you then start to give yourself an hour at a time, so in this hour, I'm going to do this, bang, that's it, you get it done. It's called Parkinson's Law. Parkinson's Law states, <clears throat> now I'm paraphrasing, so don't get mad at me, um, Parkinson's Law. Um, <clears throat> nerds out there. But Parkinson's Law states that a job 
will fill in the time that it is allotted, essentially. A job will fill in the time that it is given. So if you have one job to do and you have an eight-hour shift, you're going to take eight hours to do that job, aren't you? But if you've got a half-hour shift, you're going to get it done in half an hour. Now, that's not always necessarily the case, but most jobs work that way. The quality of the job might not be great, but if you've got a simple job, get it done in a simple, small amount of time. That's that. Put in the work, ladies and gentlemen. Number four. Number four on our list today to help you figure out who you are as a person and, and who you are as a creative is figure out who you are not. If you can say to yourself honestly, I know who I am not, by process of elimination, you will figure out who you are. Fairly simple. You will figure out who you are by figuring out who you are not. By process of elimination. You know those bad friends? Those screens that you just can't get away from that bad food that you eat. I'm, I'm now quoting McConaughey at the start. All my audio amigos will know what I'm talking about this video. Um, I'll put this video up. I'll put it in a playlist um, on my YouTube as well. You can watch and I'll put the link in the bio. But um, look, what is not... Figure out what is not good for you. You know, we all eat some bad, shitty food. We all have had bad groups of friends who you just know deep down aren't good for you. Get rid of those people. Surround yourself by successful people. Surround yourself by supportive people. Man, my friends are the best people I know. They're not all creative. I've got some creative friends. I've got some musical friends. I've got some art friends. I've got... But my best friends, the people that I go to when my children are born, the people that are going to be by my side when I get married, the people that are there for me every single week when I need them, that are there ready for a beer, ready to go to the movies, whatever it is, these guys I can trust with my life because I know out of anyone in my life, they will not judge me because that is the standard we have set for our friendship. I have chosen people in my life. One of one of my best friends, I've known him since I was 12. <clears throat> I've chosen these guys in my life because I know that when I go to them with a struggle, they're not only there and ready to hang out and go and have a beer, whatever we need to do, but they're supportive and they won't judge me. They listen. They know what's going on in my life. I know what's going on in their lives. We're constantly keeping up with each other. We're not judging each other. We're not assuming things. People will assume. People will assume that all sorts of things, guys. People will assume that you're not working hard enough. People will assume in the creative in the creative world, people will assume that you're just sitting on your ass all day drawing or you want to be some sort of fancy pretender actor and you want to go and be Superman or whatever. People will assume everything guys but find people that are not going to do that find people that you can anchor yourself to find people that you can make your support unit same goes for partners the people that you are in relationships with intimate relationships with should not be people who are judging you 
should not be people who are assuming things of you. Should be people that understand you. Should be people that support you. I, so many people are so quick to go and to go and sit and and be in relationships with people that they don't trust, nor that they listen to, that will listen to them and support them. Being in relationships with people, make relationships with people that you can trust and that will support you and that like you for you. There's so many people out there. There's so many people you can be friends with. Stop fucking with those friends that you don't care about. They're not going to support you in your creative endeavors. That are not going to help you be the best you and creative that you can be so that you can succeed. And that won't be there. That that won't be there when you're when you're at the top of your hill. So proud of you. My best friend said to me the, one of the first times we were at a convention, he came and did a convention with me. He goes, I am actually so proud that you're doing this. This is like, he was filled with pride for me. And the same when he went to Canada and he went and did his thing. I was so proud of him. Although I missed him for a year, I was so, so proud of him for doing that because he achieved a goal. That's what friendship is. None of this flaky, I'm going to stick around you when you're at successful stuff. It's the people that are with you when you're struggling, when you are putting in the work. That's who you want to be around. Creatively, guys, that's it. Stop, get off the screens. Turn the screens off. Go to bed early. Stop eating crappy food. Look, I eat crappy food as well. I'm I'm to blame as well, but I still try to eat the best I can. It's been a difficult year for me, but eat the best you possibly can. Stop eating shitty food. Stop eating McDonald's all the time and Hungry Jacks and KFC and all this fast food bullshit. Don't make that your diet. Make that, make that the exception to your diet, not your diet. And you will feel so much better. And through all of this process, you will start to realize who you are not. And in doing so, when you eliminate who's, where's, what's, and when's, who you are, when you eliminate who you are not, when you eliminate where you don't want to be, when you eliminate what you don't want to be, and and who you don't want to be around, and when you don't want to be, then you start to realize who you do want to be. And then amongst all of that, amongst all this brainstorming and this thinking and this, this, this thinking about you, you will be able to figure out who you want to be because you'll be able to tell who you don't want to be. Does that make sense? On the other side of the coin, you'll be able to say, well, I don't want to be that person, so maybe something like this is what I want to be. And you'll start to be able to stack. We're complex beings, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have stacks on stacks on stacks of things that we do. But write down all the things you love to do and figure out how to make that your purpose. Just know who you are not. Just figure out who you are not. That's step one. All right, and finally, step number five. Let's get into it. Get rid of the wasted time and and decrease your options. So, there's this thing called decision fatigue. Have you ever been like at the shops trying to figure out what you want for lunch and there's just too many options? You can't figure out what it is you want. That's called decision fatigue. And then you get tired after it. So eliminate decision fatigue. Eliminate your options. 
eliminate all the things you could be doing right now and go and do the thing you should be doing right now. <gasps> Find the things that light your fire and make that your every day. Make that something you do every single day. Find the things that make you feel alive. Put it into your routine, whether it's yoga or meditation or going to the gym or drawing or acting or make it part of your day. Make it the thing that you look forward to every single day. Do it. What is important to you? you ladies, ladies and gentlemen, you can choose your life. You can. Just like you can choose what you want for lunch. You can choose your life. So get rid of all the excess. Get rid of all the stuff that's wasting time. Do a time audit. Audit your time. Sit down and audit your time. Look through what you're doing with your day. Write it all down for a week. Audit it. Everything you do all day. And then at the end of the week, have a look and see where you waste the time where you think you could make time for things you love and enjoy so that you can choose your life. Guilt is n and regret is not your path if you choose it. So McConaughey said, guilt and regret is not your path if you choose it. So don't choose it. Get rid of the wasted time. Do what you want with your life. Do everything at the, top, at the top of this episode. First of all, do the first four steps. But do what you want with your life. That's how you can do it. Those first four steps are how you can do it. And this isn't just me saying get rid of the wasted time, guys. Stop wasting time. Stop. <laughs> we have been given a gift. The odds of life... The odds of being a human being are 1 in 400 trillion. Ladies and gentlemen, you've already won the lottery. Stop trying to win the lottery again. We've all won the lottery on life. So go and do something with that life. Choose what you want to do with it. Make it happen. Do what you love. Now, this isn't a you can just do whatever you want kind of podcast. You can be whoever you want. No. You can choose what you want to do with your life, how you want to spend your life, but you need to be willing to put the work in. You need to be willing to do what must be done to put the work in to become, to have the life that you want. You want to move out of your house, you need to get a job. You want to move out of your parents' home, you need to get a job. To pay rent, you need to find a place. You need to be able to pay that rent on a weekly to monthly basis. You want to be an artist, you need to learn. You need to work every single day. You need to practice. You need to learn all the fundamentals of, of drawing or design or whatever it is, acting, that you want to be, that you want to do painting. And then you work on it. Every single day, you put that work in. I cannot stress that enough. Put that work in every single day. In the wrestling industry, they call it getting over. 
So when a wrestler is putting out catchphrases and characters and all these ideas, um, they're just throwing stuff at the crowd to see how they react. The trick in, in the wrestling industry is that they they need to react. They're going to react. The best thing you can get is a reaction, whether it's booze or cheers, the best thing you can get a reaction. So getting over is about getting something that just strikes and running with it. But you can't get over if you're not throwing things out there. It's essentially just throwing stuff at the wall and hoping something sticks. Because, But when something sticks, you run with it. That's what I do. I just throw things. I just try everything. Every idea I have, I execute on it. That's why I'm always so busy. Because something's going to work. Something's going to move. We've had 100 episodes here. I've made... Let me have a look. I've made so many TikTok videos from this theory. It's really... I have made... I don't know how many at this point. It doesn't say. Um, I wonder if there's an analytic here. It doesn't say on my main page how many videos I've made. No, don't worry. I don't know how many videos I've made, but I made a lot. <laughs> I reckon it's pushing... It's easily pushing the 100, if not 200 mark at this point. Um, I've made all of that. Um, I've made videos and videos and videos and content and content and content because stuff sticks and some of it goes viral and some of it doesn't. Some of it goes a little bit viral, some of it doesn't. But you need to turn up every single day and make it anyway. Make it happen. I love my life. I love drawing. I love podcasting. I love living with my family. I love designing. I love creating content creation and making videos and stuff like that for TikTok with all my work. I love what I do because I, ch- I chose this life. Yes, and sometimes like this year, I might need to get a shitty job just to pay some bills. But I know it's a means to an end that means I can live my life and do my life the best that I can and, ch- and live the life that I chose. Stop listening to other people. All this bullshit about how you have to sacrifice and you have to do a crappy job for 40 years and then retire. Like, stop. It's 2020, guys. We need to stop this crap. We all know that that's bullshit. We all know that that's not on. And if you want to be a creative, you be a creative. You just have to be willing to put in the work. You cannot be entitled to it. You cannot because you will be eaten alive. You will not be successful. Number one, avoid the entitlement trap. Number two, build your own hill. Figure out what your hill is. What is success to you? Number three, put in the work every single day. Even when you're successful, put in the work every single day. Number four, figure out who you are not so that you can figure out who you are. And number five, get rid of the wasted time and decrease your options. Obama used to wear, he used to have a cupboard full of two suits when he was in office. A blue and a black suit. That's it. It was the only colors of suits he was allowed so that he only had to choose whether he wanted to wear a blue or a black suit that day. Decision fatigue. Too many decisions. We have too many choices. Right, guys. 
Let's get into the outro. Thank you everybody so much for watching. Um, I have been your host, Jordan. Please, if you would like to learn any more about making lemonade and stay up to date with everything that we do at the Lemonade Podcast Network, you want to go and see where you can find Qui-Gon's Happy Hour and all my other podcasts, uh, please go to the Lemonade Pod Network at the Lemonade Pod Network on Instagram. Um, you can go to jordanmorpathart.com to find my shop link, um, all of my products on there. You can click the link shop or you click the page banner uh, for the art change stuff. You can learn more about the Lemonade Network as well at www.jordanmorpathart.com. Uh, we also have a Patreon. Please follow our patreon.com uh, slash the Lemonade Network. That's where you can find all of our Patreon content um, and just... It would be wonderful if you guys could kick back some, just help us out um, as much as you can. It's only a couple of dollars a month. You get some content, you get exclusive Discord um, and all that good stuff. Um, and then you can follow me on Instagram, on TikTok, Jordan Can Draw, Instagram, Jordan Morpeth Art, and Twitter, Jordan Morpeth. Um, and follow the Lost Boys Collective. That's where all my friends make art and so on. Um, and you can also follow that's it that's it let's go to our website so on um, <clears throat> that's it guys oh and also if you're listening on iTunes please just leave a review that'd be awesome I'd love if you could leave a five star frog splash review um, that would be very helpful on, on and if you're on YouTube hit that bell so that you don't miss the live streams or any new content and give us a subscribe as well um, that would be really helpful. But yeah, well, hit us with a five-star frog splash uh, review on on uh, iTunes. We would really appreciate that. And I will read them out here. I promise you I will. I will read them out here every time I get a five-star frog splash review. Um, but other than that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. It's been episode 101. Thank you so much for listening um, and watching. Um, I have been your host, Jordan, for the 100 and, 101st, I was going to say 101th, 100, <laughs> for the 101st time, I've been your host, Jordan, this has been Making Lemonade, as always, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, stay weird, I love you all, have a great week. about you average damn it I'm an addict this is love taken from me if this is love then I don't want it how you rent it and you want it she looked at me and she thought I'm the baddest little mama that you'll ever meet and when I finish you gon' wanna write a song about me so get at me
what you do to me Hips that humble the hardest The egos, no woman can own it No man can afford it Somebody please wake me up She got me in a dream, baby, keep me up But you strut around town like you just don't care So I can't take you anywhere I'm the baddest motherfucker that you'll ever meet And when I finish, you gon' wanna write a song about me So get out of here Every time you hear this song 